All right, we got a little quick reaction video coming at you right now, a little condensed review, quick thoughts, whatever you want to call it, for Impact Wrestling's Under Siege. We're a little bit late on it, but nonetheless, I definitely want to talk a little bit about uh, Moose becoming a normal contender, definitely. Um, Fire and Flavor regaining the tag team titles, and also Ace Austin uh, and Madman Fulton becoming the tag team champion normal contenders for Impact. A lot of things changed during Under Siege, which it was a pretty good show, and we'll definitely talk a lot more about it. Uh, as always, if you want to hear more of us, if you like the show and you're like, you know, I, I, how, how can we hear more? Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, uh, as well as YouTube as well. If you're all watching on Facebook, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, Facebook. So several different platforms for everybody to watch and listen to. And you, and you can't forget about the TikTok also. And the, oh, yeah. And we are on the newly, I, I keep forgetting because it's so new, uh, the newly created TikTok as well with, with different uh, videos, different pieces from our, from our videos uh, that we do uh, and some reviews, discussions, and also different, um, different just reactions to comments and stuff like that as well. But nonetheless, we'll get this uh, under siege, quick thoughts, review type video. We'll, we'll get it back right, right back to you. DJ here, Justin over there, and we will be right back with our under siege, quick thoughts slash review. Coming at you right here on the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, and I mean always, he means always, he means always, he means always, you mean always, they mean always, she means always, and Instant Classic, okay? Danny Dunn! We'll see you on the flippity-dippity. Oh, yeah. All right, what is going on? Good people, DJ here, Justin over there. As we get ready for this under siege, little quick thoughts video. I don't even know if we talk about all the matches, Justin. Uh, I, I mean, there's a, a, there's a couple of matches that I want to mention, and if you got others that you want to uh, kind of throw out there, you know, feel free. I do want to. I want to start with, uh, ironically enough, the main event and, and kind of go backwards here and start with uh, Moose winning the number one contenders. Match that what was it a six way six way match I think I'm not yeah mistaken. it was a six way match uh huh um which was, and it actually was shorter than I expected to be Justin uh it, it was it was actually a little shorter than I anticipated but uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad Moose won and I think now this will set up for Moose to kill Kenny Omega uh so I'm I'm definitely excited I think I think it's gonna be good on the on the contrary as we uh, are looking at the image on on our screen the. With Finn Juice, and for those listening, we're, we're watching Finn Juice and uh, Eddie Edwards hold the titles up against uh, Kenny Omega and, of course, the Good Brothers, which is interesting uh, because I don't think I expected Kenny and them to lose. But I, and, and I may be wrong about this, I may be misquoting my own self here, but I feel like I did say that if they were going to lose any match, it would be this match simply because you can protect Kenny. Uh, with having him lose a tag team match. It's a lot easier, you know, when there's not a title on the line. This wasn't a title for title uh, type thing that happens every once in a while with these six-man tag team matches. So, I mean, to me, I think Moose is a a great number one contender. And if they were going to go the route of having Kenny come over and having Kenny win the Impact World title, then it was smart for them not to put the title on Moose quite yet. like we talked about it before, you can have a good match and have a good showing and lose and still be strong. Moose didn't lose any steam from having a great match with Rich Swan and just by this little bit losing, right? But if Moose – now, here's the thing. If Moose wins that title and then Kenny comes in right after that and takes the title from him, then all of the steam is gone from Moose because it's a different type of loss because Moose is, is, is up here, up here, up here. And then Kenny comes in from the other company and it's like, every, they're, they're, they're hyping it up, hyping it up, which, which now let's be honest, it would have been, and I think both of us can agree. It would have been a whole different build with Moose in that match than it was with, with Rich. It was almost like Rich wasn't even in the match sometimes, but um, to me, I mean, I, I think you have to, like, going into looking into the future here with Moose and Kenny coming up, you have to have Moose win. If Kenny wins, it's got to be by hook or by crook. It has to be. Like, you have to ha- – you you can't let him uh, just happen to hit the one-wing angel and, and because that's his finisher and he, and he wins it. You can't do it because 
Moose is too hot right now. Moose has shown that he can hang with anybody, and there's no reason. And and five other guys in a number one contenders match. There's no reason for Moose to lose that match. But I but like I said before, I think the build for this match coming up against Kenny with Kenny and Moose is going to be way different than it was with Rich Swan. And Moose is the type of character that he's not going to allow Kenny to outshine him in the first place. Uh, so, I, th- I I mean, I'm excited for, for that coming up. And in terms of, like, you know, Moose becoming a normal contender, I think, I think there was nobody that was perfect enough for that spot except for Moose. Moose, Moose was the perfect person to be to to be put in this spot um moose has been go he's been doing well i mean they even took him off like he had that great match and you're clamoring for more and then they're like yeah let's pull him off tv for a minute so you miss him a little bit so you're like where's moose moose had this great match now where is he at and i think that was smart and and also it let him get into some of the best shape that he's been in uh which we've seen the you know the transformation pictures and all that so it let him get you know shredded like he wants to be so he can look like the guy who can carry the company. He can look like the guy who's the star of the company. And Moose is a guy who I think has improved tremendously uh, from his time in Ring of Honor. He was good in Ring of Honor and over in Ring of Honor, and he's been over ever since he came here. But like you, you, I think you've seen Moose's growth coming from football and coming into, into wrestling and learning it like that. I mean, he, he's done, he, I think he's done pretty well. And I, and I, I love Moose. Definitely, Justin. Uh, how do you feel about Moose being the more contender? You know, I'm actually I, I wasn't really expecting it this early for Moose to become number one contender because I really thought you know maybe he would you know go for a title maybe at like anniversary or maybe like Bound for Glory. I really wasn't thinking this soon they were going to do it. But nonetheless, I, I'm I'm happy that I became number one contender. I, you know, I think it was, I thought it was going to be like Sam McCallahan, you know, because like with the backstage segments they were having, um, you know, with Don Callis and Sam McCallahan, I, I thought, you know, that could have been one person that they could have went to. And, you know, I saw them have like some, um, Don Callis have some backstage segments with Moose. So I think those were like the top two guys who I thought were going to win this match. Uh, but, and I, I definitely agree. Moose has improved so much, you know, ever since, you know, coming from, you know, football, you know, to Ring of Honor, you know, now to Impact Wrestling. He has improved so, so much. And he looks you know, more shredded. He looks more leaned, which, I mean, and he's grown into his character. He's been, what's that, what's that thing he said um, that EC3 said a while back? It was at Bound for Glory. Follow your, no, like. Embrace the vision? And Br- not embrace the vision. That's Seth Rollins. Um, oh yeah, it is Seth Rollins. <laughs> embrace the vision. I mean, it's kind of it's on the same destiny. lines. Control, control your destiny. destiny. That's and that's what Moose is doing right now. He's <laughs> he's been controlling his destiny ever since. And embrace I, the vision of your destiny. Embrace the vision of. I mean, it's on the same lines with that. <laughs> but no, I I was kind of surprised that he won though, and I definitely agree. This match was a little shorter. Like when you have six guys in a match. Like, you know, it should be, like, doubled, like, the amount of time that it should get, which I feel like this – I was hoping for usually a little more. Is, you, usually, especially from Impact, from what I've seen, usually they have pretty long multi-man matches, especially when they get up to the, the fours, the five, and the sixes. Usually they give them plenty of time. And that's why I thought it was kind of weird because I was like, I'm so used to – like, I don't – I mean, I think I looked and there was, like, 12 minutes left in the show when I when I turned on this match and they were still doing the – uh they were still doing entrances. So I was like, that's odd. Right. Like, like that, like impact usually gives you, gives you plenty of time for, for this type of a match. So I, I was mm-hmm. a little surprised myself. Maybe there could have been some matches that could have got cut shorter. Like I felt like the, um, I think it was a fair four right tag team match. I felt like that match ran on a little long. Um, but no, I, I'm happy with a moose becoming number one contender though. I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Speaking of the uh, Fatal 4-Way, and I couldn't find a picture for this one because I don't know why they didn't want to give me a picture, but uh, speaking of Fatal 4-Way, I know, right? <laughs> the uh, Ace Austin and Madman Fulton won the No More Contender spot for the tag team titles, which I think was another point that we had made where we were like, it almost makes sense in a way. And, I, and I'm going to see if I can at least pull up the match card so I can remember exactly who was in the match. Because that's the one I, I always forget. Triple XL. It yeah. was. Yeah, Triple XL. It was. Yeah, there you go. There's a card. 
Yeah, so Triple XL, um, TJP, and PD Williams, and then who else was in it? Rohit Raju and Shira. Yeah, and yeah. I, I felt like Rohit and Shira weren't ready for the spot yet. They number one, they just had broke up to like a month ago or a month or so ago. But then at the same time, I think I think they could be because I think Rohit is definitely good enough to be a tag champion, and I think Shira brings that that complete opposite of, of Rohit where he can work well enough to to show like okay i think that i think they should really run with them i i think they should act like they really should uh pull the trigger on the that didn't happen uh y'all didn't see that y'all will never remember that type thing that definitely needs to happen they, they need they need to act like they never there was never dissension or even if they want to bring it bring it up and, and like keep it logical of course then go with the fact that the dissension made them stronger. You know, like like they they went their separate ways for a little bit and they realized they need each other, and that's why they're such a good team. And I think they need to really focus on Rohit and Shira. Like yesterday, they 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 definitely need to focus on them. But I mean, with with Ace Austin and Fulton, because I don't think there was anybody else. Triple XL is a good team, but I they haven't really done much with with them yet. Like they start to push them, then they run away from it. Then they start to push them, then they run away from it. And then with Fulton and Ace Austin, I thought they were the perfect pick because they've been uh, together and tied at the hip pretty much. Well, not since Fulton, because Fulton came in and he was with OVE, and then he went with with Ace Austin. But since early in Fulton's career, they have done a pretty good job of keeping them together and keeping them strong. But we haven't seen enough from Fulton yet. So I think this is going to be good for them to showcase exactly what, what they can do. But I feel because I always thought, you know, my my opinion was I always thought they were going to go with the Good Brothers winning the title back, the, you know, winning the titles back. But they might pull the trigger on Fulton and Ace Austin and really kind of give a new team a rub a little bit here. I, I I can see them leaning in that direction, especially since Ace Austin is already established as a champion and Fulton is already established as a pretty pretty darn good monster. Mm-hmm. But well, what's your thoughts on Ace Austin and Madman Fulton being? the number one contender for the tag titles. Well, first off, I want to address this tag team, like the tag team division here. Like everybody, all these teams kind of have been getting fed to the good brothers. And like, what have triple XL done? Really? They haven't done much. What have like Rohit Raju and Shira done? I mean, Evan, you know, kind of being singles guys, they have, they haven't done much as a team. And they just, you know, kind of throw PD Williams and TJP together. You know, they, they haven't done much as a tag team. So um, it was right to have Ace Austin and Madman and Fulton win here. But like I said, I mean, this tag team division is kind of hurt right now just because, you know, everybody's getting fed to the Good Brothers and they just need and like letting go of some teams and stuff. You know, it's just it's they're kind of hurting right now. Well, do, do you agree with that? Like they need to spice I, up this tag team division more. I mean, it, it would be nice, but like. I mean, once again, I'm going to bring it back up so I can really see the tag because this gives me a good picture visually and everybody else at home as well, a good picture visually of what the tag team division kind of looks like right now. And, I, of course, I think we're missing some tag teams somewhere. I, I feel like it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is <laughs> maybe this is the entire division, and I'm, and I'm wrong about that. But looking at who we have here, even with TJP and Petey, you have to build them though. Like that's the thing that it, it all comes back to that. Like a lot of these guys haven't really been pushed in a proper way to showcase that they're worth something to you. So when I look at Rohit and, and Shira, they look like a great tag team. They have the, I think they even have the look of a good tag team, but they, they just started like really gelling together. Triple XL has been together for a long time, but what have they done with them since the begin since, since they debuted, they they push them, then they stop, then they push them, then they stop. And why? Why they're they're good, they're big. Like if if they and, and it's kind of hard too because with a team that big, you cannot with a team that big, you cannot have them lose too much because it doesn't make sense. And at the same time, with a team that big, if they win the titles, who takes it off of them? Right, like mm-hmm. because they're so big, how can you pin? Guys of that size to the ground for for three seconds. How can you do it with PD and TJ? On my on my last point in terms of the tag team division, because I've talked about Ace and uh, Fulton with TJ and PD, it's like it's it's nice because you take TJ out of the title picture. Not that he ever needs to be out of the title picture because 
He he is great. I, I love TJP, but he's been next division champion. So this gives him something else to do that he hasn't really done before as TJP. So I mean, I think it's a good team. I I just think it's going to take them a, a time to build these newer tag teams. A lot of these tag teams are relatively new. I mean, besides what Triple XL and Fulton and Ace Austin, those are the two teams that are established for the most part. That's about it. Um, and you can't even say they've been consistently pushed. I did see we had had a comment real quick. Um, yeah, I, I I agree. They should push push uh, Moose for champ for a while. I, I I agree. I mean, I think Moose is one of those guys. He reminds me a lot of Lashley, and not because they look alike or they but they are similar in stature. They're big. They use the spear. They're very similar, and that's why I think everybody wanted Moose versus Lashley way back when. And I think we did get it at the very tail end of, of Lashley's run. And we felt like Moose would have been, at the time, the perfect guy to take the title off Lashley because, that I mean, that's a heck of a rope. And when when Moose comes in and Moose went, when Moose does finally win the title, Moose has, is one of those guys where it's like, who in the world is going to take the title off of this guy? Look at him. And he looks better than he did before. He already looked – I mean, let's be honest. Moose was in good shape before. But when you lean down just that extra little bit, that Moose had to do, like that's huge. Like, like, like that's huge in terms of like aesthetic is still a thing in in wrestling. Like, we want our wrestlers to be larger than life. And like, the, uh, somebody I don't know who said this. I feel, I feel like Adam has said it on the show before, but somebody somebody said it. It might not have been Adam, but some somebody has said it. And they were like, I want guys who look better than me, or faster than me, or or more athletic than me that can do things that I that I can't do to be the yeah. Champion. I, th- I think Adam yeah, said that. I think that was him. Uh, and that's not the exact words, but that was that basically that was the, the premise. I want I want these larger than life characters and people and guys that just look like they're these incredible feats of people. They're incredible people to be put in front of my screen and entertain me. That's what I want. And Moose mm-hmm. is one of those guys. You put you give Moose the title, it's all over. Who's gonna beat him? And then mm-hmm. when they do. Once again, when somebody finally does beat him, whoever that may be, Matt Cardona, whoever you want it to be, it's a huge push for the next person in line. That's how good Moose is. That's how good Moose is. You could do the same thing with Kenny, but I don't. But here's the thing, and the AEW Impact Partnership is so one-sided that Mm -hmm. yes, Kenny could be the one to kind of put somebody over, and that may be what he does for Moose, right? Because everybody's like AEW this, AEW that, AEW this, AEW that. But at the same time, you like you have to do it the right way. You can't you can't rush it. Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, I was a little skeptical when they gave Moose a more contender spot. Cause why not let Kenny hold on to it for a little bit longer? Let that cross promotion thing happen. You there's not it's not very often that promotions uh collaborate in a positive way with each other. Not to say that this has been all positive by any means. We've talked about it before, but collaboration is good, right? Any publicity is good publicity. Collaboration is still good. It's it's still good to have Kenny Omega carrying the Impact title, going to AEW, going mm-hmm. on TNT, where some some people who don't ever watch Impact are still like, oh, cool, Impact's still around. I might have to check that. That's still a thing. It, it's still a thing. But I think what needs to happen is I think they should have waited a little bit on having Moose win, the, win, win this match. They should have wait. I mean, I don't know what they could have done. They could have put him in another feud, let it last a, a, a month or two more, and let Kenny really build as this guy who's unbeatable, who's like, who can beat this guy, and then have Moose take it off of him. But maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. And I know we got back on the, we went back around the wagon there, but we went back around the wagon. They went back to the what we talking about first. Um, but you know, kind of going back to this tight team match here. So, like, yeah, I'm happy that Ace Austin, Man Man, Fulton, which they're going to be the, um, yeah, Finn Juice is going to be defending the titles this week. So, this tomorrow night on Impact, which I kind of, I feel like, I don't know. I, you feel like my, there's no way, right? <laughs> you feel like there's no way that Ace Austin and Madman Fulton are going to gonna swing this and, and, and win this and not Johnny Swinger uh, this, but. Yeah, I feel like there's no way that they're going to win this match. It's like, and you know, they'll probably do a rematch and or or like something. And like, here's what they should do, okay? 
Like, because when when wrestling companies is like keep repeating and repeating, like do the same matches over and over again, like WWE does sometimes. You know, that's a company we point to a lot. When they just keep redoing and Impact each week, you know, they kind of do like they're stuck in the same you know wheel right now. They're like this doing the same type of motions right now each week. But I feel like once you keep doing the same matches over again, like you just by the time you know the pay per view comes and you see the match again, you're you're kind of over it and stuff. You, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like you know they should wait to do this at pay per view, but the, you know, like wait to do that against all odds or whatever because that's, that's the next um, special. So I thought they should have waited to do that and just have like some steak segments, you know, because other than you know the good, I mean not the Gabriels, other than Finn Juice, you know, because it's fresh, it's fresh to put a new tag team in the situation. Like they're not talking about the Good Brothers now; they're talk- they could be talking about their team, and they could do promos back and forth leading up to the, you know that next pay per view. I mean, and and the other thing that they could have did, Justin too, that I thought was interesting. Another thing they could have did was they could have had, you know, uh, Scott Demore could have been like, "Well, you did win the number one contenders match. Let's just see how you fare against the, the champions," and did the whole non-title thing. Um, to kind of like, and then Ace Austin and Madman Fulton, they they win, but it's like they're, they're dirty, you know. They're 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 they find they you know by hook or by crook, the, as I often say, and, and they find some way to just get the get the win. But it's not how you want it to be. So what happens is then they continue to stretch it until, like you said, against all odds, and then boom. Instead of like I understand, you know, giving the match away in a way on on, on TV, but. Why not, like you said, let it build a little bit more? You know, let it, let it let it marinate a little bit more. I feel like. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I'm not mad with the the situation. I just feel like there's no way that the towels are gonna be taken off injuries. I mean, I could be wrong. We could be wrong here, but I just, and I'm kind of surprised that another company, like another team from a different company, hasn't came into like impact yet. Which uh, that would be surprised me. Because you know, say like a team from AAA comes in, and, you know they have AAA versus New Japan, and they don't even have the their own company going for a title. So it's like, I mean, we haven't seen that yet, but that won't be surprised. That won't surprise me if that happened, though. Is Impact working with AAA? They are, aren't they? I don't. I think they might Conan, be. Because Conan, I know Conan is either some sort of owner or like some sort of uh, stockholder or something in AAA, and I think he writes for them too. I think he produces for them too. Um, and he also works by, backstage for Impact because I've heard him talk about it on his podcast. So I feel like they 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 might be working together possibly, which could be interesting uh, because I know Andrade has called out uh, Kenny Omega uh, to face him for the AAA Championship. So that would be kind of cool, um, especially if Andrade did something with Impact. I think that would be kind of fun too. Um, to mm-hmm. see to see how that would go because I I think that would that would be really really cool actually because um, I thought that was interesting because I think they're actually going to have a match at Triple Mania I think if I'm not mistaken I think I saw that yeah I think I saw something about that too but like I feel like and you know kind of going back you know to this like whole partnership that they're doing with AEW and stuff like like you said it's been really one sided and stuff and you know it hasn't really been really much of a partnership I mean only Kenny Omega and like private private party came over for a little while. But that's about all who came over. And like I feel like the New Japan, you know, partnership with um Impact is a lot better than the AEW uh and Impact partnership. Right. What, how, how do you feel about that? So you're saying the the New Japan and Impact New partnership J- is better. Yeah, I, I think in a way, but I, I think it's hard to hard to judge because I, I don't watch New Japan either to know like but I, I feel like from what I've seen from uh, New Japan in the past, uh, you know, New Japan is completely fine with shouting out other companies, especially if you have their belt around your waist coming uh, because they want their fans to understand, well, what is this belt? <laughs> like, you know, like what is what is and, and they they seem to do a better job. And I've seen this with them in the Ring of Honor. They seem to do a better job of saying this is what's going on. Whereas I think with impact and AEW, it's been kind of one-sided. Like it seems like with the ring of honor, new Japan partnership that both of them promote each other equally from what I've seen. Yeah, they do. Uh huh. They, they really do. But no, I about this match. I, it was, it was a good match. I think it got a little too much time though. This match got a little too much time. 
but nonetheless, it, it was a good uh, tag team match here. Right. Um, speaking of tag team matches, uh, the new knockouts tag team champions are Fire and Flavor again. Um, so this is the one where I kind of had a little bit of a problem uh, because, and we talked about this on the preview, Number one, why did you take the ties off five and play with so quickly in the first place? Because Rachel Eller and Jordan Grace hadn't really teamed together yet. But not, number two, if you was just going to give the titles back to them, why take it off of them? That was that was my, my big issue here. Like, what, what was the point? What was the point of taking the titles off of probably your best tag team in the division? Well, okay, by far, your best tag team in the division and going – the route of the kind of surprise and oh Rachel Ellering's here, give her the title, and then having them give it right back. What 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 was the point of that? Now, in terms of the match, the match was good. The psychology in it was good. Uh keeping Rachel Ellering in the match was, I think, good because she's kind of the the rookie out of everybody here because everybody else has been in the impact for a while. They've had tag team matches, they've done this, that, and the third. So that was smart, but I still was a little confused. To why, like, I'm happy that they gave it back to him. And I think it's deservedly so, period, poop. Um, I think it's deservedly so, but why take it off of him in the first place? What what was, like, I, I wonder, like, what because it wasn't even, and that's the thing, it wasn't even, like, a surprise. Like, they didn't roll him up. They didn't, like, shock him. Like, they beat them clean. Like, Jordan Grace and Ellering, Beat Fire and Flavor clean at uh, Hard to Kill, right? That's what it was. No, it wasn't Hard to Kill. No, it, was it? I think it, no, it's uh, Rebellion. Special. Yeah, it was Rebellion. Rebellion yeah. is is when they beat them clean, and then Fire and Flavor returns the favor here and beats them clean. Uh, it's almost like 50-50 booking in a way, but like it doesn't make sense. Ellering and Grace haven't tagged before, to our knowledge, right? Like if. Like we said before, if you were going to do this and now even more so, it makes less sense because if you were going to do this, then why not let Fine Flavor win the first match, right? And then maybe even have them win the second match. Like maybe even have them win the second match. They just, they escaped. I tell you, Fine Flavor, they continue to escape. But Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering, they're finding their confidence a little bit now. They're they're starting to develop as a team a little bit more now. We see it. We see the development, and then have them win the titles. Why try to like give us the little shock and awe factor that wasn't really shocking or left us in awe, and just keep the titles with what you know. Don't mm-hmm. rush it. You don't have to rush it to try to surprise us. It wasn't a surprise because it wasn't because it only would have been a surprise if it was like a roll up finish or something. It wasn't even a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with what you, with what you're saying there. Like, I, I don't really understand like them flop flopping the towels like back and forth. Like, I feel like if they wanted to, you know, they should have still kept the titles on. Uh, was it Fire and Flavor and um, uh, Rebellion? No, Redemption. Rebellion. There's this way too many pay-per-views and stuff. I I always get confused. But yeah, I feel like um, Fire and Flavor should have retained the towels there. And, you know, they could have built the towel going, can, you know, Jordan Grace and um, um, Rachel Ellen work together and stuff? Because, you know, the storyline here is what they're doing now is like Jordan Grace is the weak link, which I feel like eventually... Jordan Grace, she's going to turn on Rachel Ellering, and we're going to get a match between them. I, I feel like that's gonna that's that's getting built up here. That's the only reason. That's the only way that it makes sense because yeah. logically, why is Jordan Grace the weakling? She's worked with Jazz. She's worked with um, who else was it? Was it Tenille Tenille Dash? Yeah, she, she, um, Tenille Dash. Now, she she works with everybody. Now they could have easily said, "No, I don't." Like I said, I don't know the extent of all of it. I just saw the confidence aspect of it. If they wanted to make make it make sense, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, they could have went with you've had partner after partner after partner and haven't been able to to kind of get over the hump. But they're champions now, so like that, like it would have made more sense. If they lost the match before, still, like it still would have made more sense if they lost the match before, because you can go after Jordan Grayson. Like, 
they would have been right there. They would have been right there. They, they showed a little bit of uh, off as a team, but like because they were right there, Jordan Grace, you're just not a good tag team wrestler. I mean, you're good. You're, you're a former knockouts champion. You're freaking. You're you're a beast. But as a tag team wrestler, you can't do it. That's the story. It writes itself. Yeah, writes it itself. I, I do agree with that. It writes itself. What's up, Impact Wrestling Slam Zone? Appreciate you coming by. Like what? Check them out as well. Um, but like, why? Why? Like, that's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Why? It makes more sense to have them lose. Right. I I just don't understand some of their booking decisions what they're going right now. Like that that that's kind of like that. Oh, okay. Uh, hmm. Okay. Oh, Grace tomorrow night. That's interesting. Did they say why? Did they say why they're doing that? Because like, are they going to go with the kind of respect feud? I guess because like I like now. If it goes that direction and they're going to turn Jordan Grace heel, which is something I'd like to see in the first place, because I think she is a little bit bland as a face, then mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. Like I, I, I can deal with it. Like, like I really can. Like I can deal with it. But you know, I mean, that's my issue. To me, it just doesn't make sense unless they're going to turn Grace heel. Like. Mm-hmm. I, I, I totally agree with that. Like, I just some of the booking decisions of what Impact's doing right now. It's not that Impact's a, like a bad show and stuff. It's like, it's, it's especially you know with their tag team division, they need to get more women. Like, there's what teams do we have right now? I mean, I and I say this on every Impact video we do. They have barely any tag teams. I mean, they got Fire and Flavor. I mean, we had Havoc and Nevaeh, but they're not a team anymore. I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy Fire and Flavor. In every way, I do. I do too. In in every way, Kira in every way. Okay, Uh and Tasha be having me going. I was okay. That like the personality of them, amazing, amazing. Like uh, their whole shtick is awesome. I love it. Um, But yeah, I just they seem to get more teams here. Like. I just don't understand because, like, they and who else did they break up? I guess you know now. Now Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering are broken up now, and we got Adam in here. Well, I don't know if they're necessarily broken up, or they're just gonna. And that's the thing. Like, I don't understand the match. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no reason to have it. You just, and, you were just tag champions. What's the re? And Jordan didn't turn on you. What's the reason? Yeah. And also, where are all these teams from, like the the tur- the women's tournament? Because I enjoyed seeing some of those teams. One-offs. Well, I heard that um, Killer Kelly she's she could be coming into Impact here soon, like getting signed with Impact. So that would be pretty awesome because I'm a big fan of her. You know, love watching her on the Indies. So I wouldn't mind if Killer Kelly came. I mean, as a <laughs> like, I, don't, I I question some of Impact's booking decisions sometimes, but like. In terms of me like being interested in a weekly show, Impact usually reels me in for some reason. Uh, I, I still wish, I still wish, like one day they'll, they'll listen to us. Like, give me some sort of crowd, just a little bit. I mean, it can be me, Justin, and I. Well, Adam might not come, but it could be me and Justin. Dang on it, it could be me and Justin. I don't care. Invite Impact Wrestle Slams though. Invite him over here there too. There, there we go. go. Like, like, come on. <laughs> No, I'll go into the I'll go into the the impact zone like they used to get at center stage for WCW Worldwide. Just take the winos and watch them be passed out in the front row. free show. This great. Who's this? Who's this? Don Kalis? Don The guy with the sunglasses. <laughs> Speaking of which, this, this is lots of brightness. I better put this down. All right, you don't know if I'm asleep or not. <laughs> is that is that Orange Casty over there? <laughs> he's, he's gained a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, sir, sir, did you eat Orange Cassidy? <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I mean. 
for like I, I enjoy watching Impact on a weekly basis. I don't watch any wrestling show on a weekly basis, uh, to be honest. Um, not consistently, but when I when I find myself watching a wrestling show on a weekly basis, it tends to be uh impact. And I don't know if that's the two hour effect, uh maybe or NXT and, and maybe maybe it's the, the two hour effect for me. I don't know. But uh I Yeah, really the only shows I watch on a weekly basis is I I try to watch NXT, you know, like on, you know, night happens on Tuesdays or, you know, I DVR it and watch it the next night or, so, or watch it the day after. Um, and also I watch AW also. That's an, see these two and SmackDown's another show I watch on a weekly basis. Like Monday Night Raw, I could just, that's, that's obsolete right now. I, I can't, I can't really watch that much right now. <laughs> well, it's weird. Like I'll get to the point of starting to watch Raw. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I'll get out of it. Like I'll I'll get to what I'll, I'll like watch it for like two weeks, and then I'll be like, nope. <laughs> like every time it gets me. I I I do enjoy SmackDown. Uh, when I actually sit down and watch it, I enjoy it. But it just depends on if I actually sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. The DVR has screwed me uh, as of late. At, before the DVR was great, but now the DVR is like a. It's just where I store all my stuff that I don't want to watch. <laughs> because at this point, I store everything and then I never watch it. It's digital hoarding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to put us on TLC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, now, you haven't watched any of these episodes. Can we hit delete? No! No! I'm going to veg out on Memorial Day weekend. You better not turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Under Siege was good. Uh, Under, Under Siege was, was a good show. Um, I'm glad that Moose became no more contender. I think he deserves it. Uh, every time, every time, it gets me every time, Adam. Every time. Um, I hope he uh, kills Kenny. I really do. Um, hope that happens. Gotta happen. Uh, it'll be interesting to see because. I wonder when Kenny's going to lose all these titles because Andrade comes g- goes into AAA. He challenges Kenny. Why wouldn't you give the title to Andrade? Just, just curious. Why wouldn't you? Um, why wouldn't one he the, be red hot? hot? He'd be red hot coming over there. Like why one of the hottest free agents over there. Yeah. And, and then when you think about it, um, with Impact, you cannot. And and I'll say this one more time as we get ready to wrap up. You cannot. Put Moose in a number contenders match and he lose. You cannot. You can't do it. That's why you didn't do it before. Mm-hmm. So you cannot. Like, don't. Like, so that means that Kenny's at least gonna lose the impact title soon. Possibly the triple A title soon. I don't know. I, I don't know about AW enough to see who he lose to. Orange Cassidy, maybe. I um, think who he no. lose to. No. Well, okay, so he's facing Orange Cassidy, um, Pac. In a triple threat match at um, double or nothing. Oh, I was joking. Um, yeah, I mean, Pac? I don't see. Yeah, Pac. Pac. Pac? Please. Pac. The king. No, I, of well, the that's, well, that's the thing. They, they keep saying Pac. Mm-hmm. We always say, us marks always say Pat or yeah, say Pac because of X Pac. Pac. Oh, I was thinking too. Joe no. is a good choice. Joe is a good choice for ha- like if Joe does come back to Impact, which I think that you know with seeing these venues v- vignettes venues seeing these vignettes every week, I feel like Joe is the right person. That that could be an area. Yeah, yeah Joe, Joe is good, but I still feel like not that I would be upset per se, but I would like why not have why if if you have Joe like on the back back burner, he's the. Uh, Alejandro Villanueva for the for the Ravens waiting in the wings, right? Like if you have it ready, like if you have it ready in the holster, then why not go with a transitional champion? Oh, right? we why all not? know, we all know. Some of Joe played football. It wouldn't be for the Ravens. <laughs> Come on now, before before the Rammy Hammies. But, but I, I was gonna say he definitely would. I would say he would either be Raiders, Chargers, 49ers. Or, or Rams, or Niners, or Niners. But like, and, and that, that's the thing. Like, I love if football. You have, for you guys, right there. If you have <laughs> Joe, like already, like practically signed, right? Like he's like you know he's coming back. Then why have Moose? Why even have Moose become the more contender? Just wait. 
Moose can marinate. Trust and believe Moose can marinate for a little bit longer. Um, Marinated I mean, he's, Moose. He's, he's, <laughs> Marinated Moose. Um, but I – I don't know. I don't know. I mean, not, don't get me wrong. I'd love to see Joe come back and win the title. Don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, this would be a perfect, uh, a perfect way to. They should. They should have. Oh, it does. I forgot about that. It does in June. He needs a title. He need, he go. He, he needs to go ahead and just win the title. Then it needs to happen. Is he resigning? What his non compete? No, it's no, um, no, Moose's contract ends in June. Moose's gotcha, gotcha. I'm surprised he hasn't resigned. Yeah, me too. But I don't know where he. I mean, maybe he is knocking on his door, which I wouldn't be surprised if Vince was. But Impact is saying, "Hey, you know, we'll give you the title at you know, at um, against all odds." Maybe that's saying, "Hey, come resign." Well, not only that, why don't they do just you know going into the think bank? Why don't they do what CM Punk did? Not Mm -hmm. winning the title yet, but right before that show, you have Moose come out and attack Kenny on Dynamite. Take his TNA contract and write it, sign his extension on the TNA belt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just, I mean, because, yeah. I mean, Lord knows they love to copy what has, quote, worked from the past. I mean, they did it twice last week, but, yeah, because I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of Moose. The light watching I've seen here and there the last handful of years, he he is legit. I mean, he's, he was a Houston Texan, so I mean, he, he knows he knows that being athlete. Now he's you know, and he's in better old. shape than he was. <laughs> yes, ab- absolutely, he's a freak. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so the Omega Moose match has already been taped. So I don't. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, do you want to talk about the X Division title match? You know, since we're talking about Tom Ash. Oh, yeah. Uh, Josh Alexander retained against uh, Phantasma. Um, oh, Phantasma? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, it it was good. Was this, this your first time seeing El Phantasma? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw, I saw like, the highlights of him in, um, uh-huh. from, from Impact. Was it this week or was it the week before? I can't remember. But his debut match, I saw the... I saw uh-huh. the uh, highlights of him, I, and, and I like him. You know, I I I, I like him. I, I like him a lot. He's interesting, and I think him and Josh Alexander definitely put on put on a good match because um, Josh Alexander is the most underrated wrestler I've ever seen in my life at this point. This man, like, I didn't realize he was going to be that good until he was that good. Like, I, like he's he was good as a tag team guy, and then they broke him off, and I'm like, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Um, and I didn't know it. Like I didn't I didn't realize it until that first it was that first uh three-way match or something that he had or something where I was like, well, against uh TJP and Ace Austin, that was ridiculous. I think it was that one. Um and he mm-hmm. had a couple of good matches with Ace Austin and TJP respectively, that I was like, Yeah, this is ridiculous. Um and he's a good he's a good promo too, because the the stuff he did with the North with, with Ethan Page. Um, he's a good, serious uh, guy. Like, like he just—he's like he's the real deal, uh, for lack mm-hmm. of a better term. So, um, True. Yeah, yeah. It, it was good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he retained. I, I think he deserves a long run. Um, he's yeah. one of those guys that you can put the title on for a while and, and just and just uh, go on with it. Yeah, I'm glad that Josh Alexander beat you know El Fantasmo because, like I said in the prediction show, you know having you know the having you know the all their main towels being different companies would have made sense to do, you know, like, cause the, the tag team championships are already in, they're already in new Japan and, you know, the main towels in AEW and stuff right now, you know, with like different companies, but no, when El Fantasmo, you know, he's serious and stuff. He's a, he's great in the ring. Like I think both these guys is Josh Alexander from Canada. Yeah. He's Canadian. Yeah. And so is El Fantasmo and that, you know, and, um, New Japan, they always claim that Alpha Tesla has something in his um, boot, boot, and like it just takes one super kick, one super kick to finish you. Also, like not a bazillion super kicks like we see on AEW and stuff. Which you know, I, I hate when it's so. Go ahead, Adam. No, I was just gonna say you just laying that out. I think that's that's good booking because they mm-hmm. did that with Luger 
back in the nineties, which he legit has, a, you know, has a steel plate in his forearm. And when he wouldn't use the torch rack, he was knocking people out with the forearm. And they said that it was loaded per se, but they nothing, there's nothing you can do about it. But it sees again, just a simple little nugget like that can add to a psychology of the match to where, yeah, just one super kick flatlined. That, mm. It's not, not hard booking. Why did you hear the rumors that Don Callis left Impact as executive vice president and could be handed AEW full time? Uh, you know, I really wouldn't be surprised with it. Uh, I really wouldn't be. Only Scott Demores. Well, hmm. it, it 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 just depends. I mean, when, when did when did Don become one of the principals of them? 18, 17, 18? I think it was seventeen. When they like got with when Anthem became, I think it was seventeen. Yeah, they. I, yeah, I they, could be wrong. They got away. They got away from, from Nashville. I mean, I I honestly, I honestly don't know. I mean, after, I mean, I think that would be a loss though. That it would it would be a major Don, loss because as as weird as that Don Callis for what everybody's anybody's opinion in this, he's a smart dude. He knows how to book. Yeah. He will dip into some silliness, but overall, I think he's a pretty good mind. I my thing is you've you haven't gotten impact back to full, you know, full. I don't want to say that not that they're not relevant, but they're not quite back at the stage that they were in like twelve, thirteen, and fourteen. I mean, they've got some some buzz, but I would do everything in my power to keep them. Especially if I'm Scott, it's like 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 Don, you're 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 one of my my main uh, my main guys to help me in this process. And let me put it this way: if he does go, then you got to get someone. It, it's so it's just like in football, whoever whoever the replacement is, they need to be as, as good or better than the previous the person in charge. Well, also, there's another thing, you know, and this is kind of going to AEW and stuff. So I heard that AEW in January of 2022, they're going to be going to TBS. TBS. And also their debut in the new show, I think it's going to be on Fridays. It's going to be like AEW Rampage or something like that. It's like an yeah, hour-long show. Yeah, and it comes on after SmackDown. Is AEW going too fast? Like, yes. they're trying too hard way too fast, I think. Like, like, it's great to have buzz, like trust, tr- trust and believe. Uh, I'm sure every company wish they had the buzz that AEW has, but like, it's just weird. Like, it's it's just like it feels like they're trying they're trying to th- before you know it they're trying to throw out a second show and then a third show and then an online show and then uh, an underground show and then two online just- shows. I mean, just, uh, to be honest, who watches you know dark and dark elevation? Nobody, no, nobody. Yeah, yeah, if, unless, if, if you tell me, if you tell me that you watch that, like, okay, maybe there's like you go like, oh yeah, there's somebody who I want to watch on you know for this night. Uh, I kind of understand, but like you don't watch it on a consistent basis. If you told me that, I would laugh at you and go, no, you don't. Well, no, um, the, like the YouTube, the YouTube shows that is like their inverted network because that, but it's only a appealing to the to the fan base that that are already watching like who is that who else is that drawing in because all i keep hearing is that they have too much talent to show on tv but the problem is on dynamite because i've been dipping you know dipping my feet in the water a little bit the last few weeks from the last couple of shows but again it's the same people the men and the women, and then every once in a while you get somebody dipping either on our on darker or elevation. I do think they're moving too fast, but they're they're already in line for the next couple of years because they've already they've already got their extension. My my problem with it is is like that's what and I'm I'm not I'm not trying to jump far ahead and I'm not trying to bury that that's not my intention at all but that's what started the downfall for WCW is when they implemented thunder now that was an official call that was a turner exec or the, the turner executives they they were getting all this revenue and they wanted to put that into another show and it was just and it was just too much mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I the last i heard too uh Jared was still with WWE I 
I thought he said something about it on his podcast that he just started recently, but I can't remember mm-hmm. off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, I can't, um, I, I can't remember. I mean, it, now to have the obvious. freedom to have a podcast uh, is not WWE like. <laughs> so, well, I certainly look that, at Bruce. Bruce's show now it's kind of it's kind of hit and miss, which it's you know we obviously you know uh, uh, legit because you take any type of any type of free time. Bruce needs to rest, so they'll put like a best stuff. He he will put like a couple episodes in the canon, and they'll get ahead. But yeah, it's 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 not less than I'm not saying that all because I still love Bruce's podcast. But like you're gonna get because I've heard. I've heard a couple episodes of Jarrett's new show, and it's, I mean, they're, they're going two, three hours like Bruce used to do. But I, cause I don't think, I don't know how much involvement Jarrett has behind the scenes. Bruce is like the head executive of the creative team. Sometimes I wonder how much anybody has uh, in, in it, the, the way it's booked sometimes. I'm like, is anybody really signed up on this? And they're just like, Whatever, whatever happens, happens. All right, Carson wins. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> any, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, do you want to talk about the Havoc and Deanna Peraza match? You know, since we're talking about all, you know, the top matches there. Um, the knockout style match. It was good. Yeah. I don't have much, don't have much to say about it. Uh, <laughs> they're trying to push Havoc a little bit, but. I wonder I who's mean, the person who to take the title off of uh, Deanna Perrazzo. It's going to be Tennille Dashwood. You think so? They're, I, they're I, just... Or it could be Taylor Wilde. I feel like Taylor Wilde and um, Tennille Dashwood, they're going to have like a feud soon. And then maybe my, they, and after that, you know, whoever comes out of that feud will go on to face Deanna Perrazzo. I think it should be Tennille Dashwood. I mean, Taylor Wilde's how been long, there, that? How long has... Um, how long has Deanna Perazzo held the title? I think it's it's almost been a year because she won it like at... Yeah. Well, no, remember she lost it to Sue Young for a minute. Oh, true, true. I always... Um, I always forgot I, now, that. to me, to me, to, to I think Tennille is the proper person because that's a huge thing for... That's a huge chance for Impact to take because nobody's given Tennille a proper title run yet. So, like... Mm-hmm. To see that Tennille would get one for fans of hers would be like, okay, yeah, I I, I got to see, you know, Impact m- must be booking uh, some good shows. I got, you know, it would force people to watch a little bit more because fans of Tennille would want to see what 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 she's gonna do and see her ass mm-hmm. champion because they never they they every I mean I think a lot of people have been clamoring for it uh, since yeah since the the bubbly Emma and now. With this more, uh, it's kind of a combination of both. I think we're seeing a little bit more of what what she really can be, her true potential, and I think she deserves a title run. I mean, it's long overdue. Mm-hmm. And there's one, one more thing I want to talk about with uh, W. Morrissey and Willie Mack. Like, what, what they do, Willie Mack? I mean, he just gets beat up. I, mean, I feel like in every feud he has now, one. Once this yeah. AW needs to work on their production and camera angles. I agree. There, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Like, I think I even was, you know, talking to Adam one time, like, you know, with that whole camp, that spot, you know, when Jericho fell off, I feel like, you know, they should have had like a different camera angle there that, you know, they should have shot like up, you know, because you know how WWE, you know, when they work their camera angles and stuff, you know, the big like fall off spots or whatever. Even WWE switches their cameras too far, too often. True, true. But like, they need to. They should like have it like pointed up, you know, when Jericho fell off the cage or whatever, you know, not pointed down like right at the you know crash pad. Like yeah. they focus well, that's more what, on that. That, that. Well, that's that, that's when you need experience, and they do, they do have because I've heard some of the names that are in the truck. Kevin Sullivan, not not that Kevin Sullivan, um, guys that used to work with WCW. And here's the thing. The fall would not have been a problem. The visual, all that stuff. If Excalibur had not said that's concrete below them, that was the problem. Now, someone in the truck should have heard that and someone should have said, shoot high or shoot, shoot far or, or tell the, whoever camera blankety blank, 
on the stage, shoot up. Don't don't shoot down. Do not mm. do not sell that spark. Now, granted, it still probably would have been blown because eventually they would have shown him in disarray and you know laid out. But like you have to put over the height and the depth, not the actual fall. I had made that <clears throat> I had made that statement and then like uh like uh Casey had sent me a video of Bubba Ray talking about that. I had not heard that before I had made my claim, but it's just it's not even like oh I, I forgot finally got one right. It, it's not that hard if you watch for any substantial amount of time. And yes, they do need to work on their uh camera angles and all that stuff. And they're yes, they, they are still learning, but we're starting. I think they're out of the honeymoon phase personally, but I think they're they're starting to get into that realm, especially when October hits, when that's a full two years. Now the excuses need to weigh back. You've you've got to polish things up. Right. Yeah. Um, um Hasso is commenting. Um yeah, I mean, because Ch- Chelsea and I didn't I forgot I forgot about her. I forgot she probably would come back to 10 pack too. That that would be a good one. Because um Matt Cardona's over here. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean and and two, Sue Young's a good one too, because I I I hate that they gave her the title and didn't let her hang on to it for a minute. Uh like even like like cause they could have went a couple of different directions with that. I know it was a spur of the moment decision uh because of uh Kylie Ray, but still like what they should have done was had her win the title and then have have Susan uh, be her kryptonite, right? Have Susan mm-hmm. be her own worst enemy. You know, she has these three personas. Work with them. Sue Young is like the unstoppable, unbeatable one, right? You find a way. You find what? And you know, Deanna's you know gritty like that. You find a way to to make Susan. I, I you even go to Scott Demore. I will not take my rematch unless it's against Susan. I will not take on uh, Sue Young. Susan comes out. She's ditzy. She doesn't know what she's doing. Freaking Deanna wins the title back. Boom. There you go. Now you can work a little bit more with that. Okay. We see Susan is the the ditzy one, right? Sue Young is the unstoppable one. And then Susie, you can figure out what you want to do with her. Uh, maybe the hot one. I don't know. But anyway, um, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do with her. But like, I don't know. Like, like I just feel like they're, they're kind of, you know, it, that, that that was weird and like yes I feel like Chelsea Green could be a good one Chelsea Green did she win the title when she was in Impact before I know she was close um, and I, I don't think she did I don't, I don't think she did before she went uh, all crazy Laurel Van Ness on us um, I think she's it looked like she may come back with that character I don't know if she's going to or not well no because it's a, it's a shoot she's she's nuts though <laughs> but what's this here I mean you got to be nuts though. That sort of you know be with Matt Cardona. That would be nice. And and that's another one. Uh, number if one. If you in, want me in, to Enzo start watching Impact, if you want me to start watching Impact, bring Enzo in. <laughs> okay, so speaking of that, um, speaking of W. Morrissey and that Willie Mack match, you know, I feel like every matchup Willie Mack is in now, it feels like he's always getting squashed. Like we saw this, you know, happen with, um, you know, when he had that little thing with Moose going on, you know, he just gets laid out, you know, like it looks like, you know, he's all concussed and all that. And right here, I mean, once we see it over and over again, it's like, okay, yeah, let's, let's do something new here. But I heard that um, Willie Mack's contract is like coming to an end, which I heard that you know NWA was kind of interested in trying to get Willie Mack, but NWA they're kind of they're not doing the greatest right now. Like, and the the last show I watched was that like back for attack show or whatever, like back in February. So no, it, it was you said in, it was good. It, you know, it was a good show, but I haven't watched your like weekly shows, like from the week to week shows and stuff. They got Tyrus. Uh-huh. They got old Brodus Clay. Got, somebody oh, call your mama. Um, <laughs> but uh, Rizwan and Willie Mack is a good tag team that they could they could build on if they keep Willie Mack, of course. Um, and of course Enzo and uh, Morrissey is, is we we all know uh, we all know what they could, they could do as a tag team. But um, but seeing Enzo come in like he needs yeah he needs to come out and as a heel stuff because you know Morrissey's a heel. But yeah, I would love seeing Enzo come in. Yeah. 
too. I mean, we did see him as a heel when he was with, um, you know, when he was in like the cruiserweight division and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah he, had, he had Gabba Gulak and and uh, Devar. No, 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 there was no am. No, no, no am. Does anybody know what the hell this meant? Nope, not at all. So the seller performing under the name Lauren Venice. Oh, okay, okay. So she did. I, I guess I wasn't watching Impact at that time. I was watching it, but I just didn't remember. Hey, uh, not I, that. Bravo on the on the exact date too. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, cause yeah, I cannot rem- remember that because I remember she went crazy and then then she was gone. But um, anyway. Uh, any final thoughts? Anyone? I thought uh, I thought it was a good show though, nonetheless. It was a good show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been enjoying these um specials that they've been doing. Like ever since okay, that, that hardcore justice show that show was kind of that show was a miss. But everything else, you know, throughout this year has been pretty good. Yeah, and, yeah, I missed it. And um I like how ever since you know they've been kind of like building on the storylines with these specials that they've been doing and stuff. Rather than just go like have these specials and go like oh it has nothing to do with what's going on on TV, which I you know I like that what they're doing here. Yeah, I but, think so yeah. too. It's Impact's been pretty good for what for what I've watched. I've watched more of the pay per views and specials than I have the weekly show. But even the weekly shows I've been watching, I think it's been worth the watch. Uh, but I, I have a you know, kind of a kind of a you know foreshadowing. Who I believe, because I think I shared you guys some of the releases from WWE earlier. I say Vanessa Bourne, if she wants to continue, I say Vanessa Bourne goes to Impact. Jessica Duke, if she so chooses, only because I think they need somebody legitimate like that, uh, goes to AEW. <laughs> and the third mm-hmm. one, I don't even know who the hell it was, so... We wish you luck in your future endeavors. My, my question is, how in the world did Shayna not go back with her people? Like, how did that not, like, how did they not, like, that's like as legit as it comes, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, but what about, the, what about the other one? Uh, Roddy's wife. Um, is that Jess? Oh, Marie Shavir, is she still with him? Roger Strong, he's kind of taking a break right now. Well, actually, I think Marina. She is. She. I thought she's pregnant or something. Oh, they got kid number two coming. Okay. I. I think yeah. I could. I could be wrong with that, but I think she's. I think she's pregnant. Well, we all. Well, we all know. We all know Drake's going to AEW. That's, because I would say it's yeah. a foregone conclusion. Yeah, speaking of, um, no, I, I don't see. I, I don't see him anymore. Drake. Drake younger. Um, yeah. <laughs> I. I just, I still feel like the yeah, it's funny I did as you were saying see that. that comment coming. Um, that was just out of my own but, great. But but it's funny though, like I don't know. I think referees are a little bit different than what they used to be. Like, you know, like referees aren't characters like they used to be. Like um like Drake's only a character because of his real personality and well, I don't want to say too much. Anyway, um they Drake used to wrestle for a while and everyone he, he was in CZW. Oh, yeah, he was in CCW. I, yeah. I, forgot I, forget, about that. I forget what his name is, but here's a little word of the wise, folks. If you want to expose your own business, don't wear your uniform. Oh, Alexander Wolf. Yes, yes. Alexander Wolf, he should go to Impact and join Violet by Design. That would, that would be good. That would be good. Um, that would be good. That would be good, definitely. Um, but as always, uh, Hopefully we'll do more impact talk and maybe Adam will join us every once in a while. Uh in case K case okay. Casey in his absence. Uh, nah, nah, nah. You know, I tell I tell you what, our viewers go up every time Casey's not here. That's I mean, what it is. The, 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 but so if, that, if, if they go down with why, me in it, then I will I will, you know, exclude myself next. That, that that's why that's why people watch the impact videos because Casey doesn't show up. That's what it is. I knew it was something. I knew it. I knew it. Um, Shots fired, <laughs> but boom roasted. Um, as always, if you want to uh, listen to us, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Anchor. I always want to say ankle. I always, <laughs> I always want to you say. Did it to yourself. You did um, it to yourself. But uh, 
you can watch it. You can listen to us on there uh, and Facebook and YouTube as always as well. So actually, I'm going to TikTok as well. Follow the TikTok. Listen to different things that we say and stuff that we mean and stuff. But anyway, that wasn't a real sentence. Anyway, until next time, definitely hope you guys enjoyed. Appreciate Impact Wrestling Slam Zone for coming by and uh, being active. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll definitely have to check you out as well. I, I've seen seen some of your stuff uh, uh, too before in, in my in my, in my past and not not too long ago. So I have to definitely check some stuff out because I love keeping up with uh, with Impact because there's some stuff that I miss. Uh, especially like the rumors and stuff. I I, I, miss, I I miss all that stuff most of the time. But um, as always, appreciate Adam coming by, Justin coming by, me. I, I, I was here. I was here. Uh, we'll see you guys on whatever the next video may be. Probably probably uh, discussing the either the dark side of the ring or the um, uh, Booger Booger uh, Booger T um, AEW special. Well, I was going to say Booker and uh, the Shawn Michaels bios because those were yeah. the ones, the special ones that have just come by. But I say that we put a pause on the on the Warrior one coming up because next Thursday will be next Thursday will be uh, the Dark Side Warrior episode, and then this Sunday coming up is going to be Warriors episode on A and E. Right, mm-hmm. right. So we'll definitely do that. That's something we gotta uh, look into as well. But. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed. Like always, uh, this has been the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, and I mean always, an instant class.